Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. I'm still waiting for that mashup of all the Sounders compilation mix. <laughs> well, I played it once. You did? Yeah. Oh, that's it. Tony, Tony played it once. The one, one time. time. One time concert, that's it. That's right. If you heard that episode, if you know that episode, go ahead and play it back. Listen back. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on, fellas? Hickory dickory dock. Bad Boys Podcast coming at you. We're going to randomly rant on all things movies. On episode 288, almost hitting that 300 mark. We're about to kick a door every time. We just yell Sparta. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always... Harley, a.k.a. the one who is always confused. <laughs> and run out the posse. Tony, a.k.a. MCP. That's right. I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, the news, uh, certain somebody is just HIV positive. Certain actor. Yeah. <laughs> Chris just saw that today. Oh, yeah. That was, that was funny. That was on the news. It was, Up uh, with hope, down with dope. Well, yeah, he, uh, he's been, you know... He's been living a uh, crazy lifestyle for the longest. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's funny. Amy was saying how, like, just a couple of days ago, she was thinking, how does, like, that guy live in that lifestyle and should not ca- um, caught up to him? And I'm like, Ugh. well, it did. guess what? Yeah. And um, I'd be afraid for, like, the kids he just had with, like, Denise Richards or, like, you know, or any yeah. of them fucking I mean, how, prostitutes. How long has banging. he had it? What's that? You know, how long has he had it? When was the last time he got checked and all that and all those questions? Yeah, exactly. What, what was I just reading on the one of these headlines? It said something about uh, uh, it's, uh, breaks the silence on HIV positive. It says I have to put a stop to this onslaught, but I thought it said he had been with it for like four years or some shit, you know. But it's it's just uh, it's nuts, you know. And the dude was like living. I mean, I remember somebody saying like he was on Howard or something, and he had done so much coke, like his nose or bone or whatever inside his nostril was like just totally fucked up, where it was just a huge hole or something. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you read that too? Well, I've heard of those things happening, so I'm not. Surprised. Yeah, I'm not okay. surprised about anything. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. That, that, that news of him, you know, and the results of his antics. Not surprised. Yeah. No, it's just yeah, it's fucking nuts. But uh, yeah, see. Remember, kids, don't do crack or coke or or sleep with a bunch of hookers. I mean, I mean, dude, that guy's been, you know, I mean, he was a star from the 80s, right? So who knows how long he's been fucking partying up. And it's funny, that character he played in the show, he was like a womanizer and everything, too. So um, wrap yeah, it up, man. kids. Yeah, exactly. Wrap that shit up. And then uh, what else? Some news. Um, uh, Blade Runner 2 is a go with our boy Ryan Gosling. And you know who's directing that motherfucker? Yeah. Uh, nope. From, you don't know, Tony? Nope. Maybe you heard a movie called Sicario. A little movie called Enemy. Maybe, um, fuck, what's the other one? Help me out, Harley. Yeah, Prisoners. Prisoners, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh. Yeah. You guys have the same last name, Tony. Yeah, come on now. It's <laughs> <laughs> your uncle, man. Get him on the podcast already. Or is it Zemeckis? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then uh, Roger Deakins is is uh, going to be uh, the cinematographer. Do you know who that guy is? Yeah, I think that I don't know. Um, well, he's only done movies like Shawshank Redemption, No Country for Old Men, and Skyfall. Remember how beautiful Skyfall looked? No, I don't. You don't remember? Oh. 
uh, bored me. Hail Caesar? <laughs> you know that new uh, Coen Bros movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's director of photography of Sicario. So he worked on that and True Grit. Revolutionary Road. Mm-hmm. He keeps going. The list yeah, keeps going. I've always, uh, 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 uh. See, I've always wanted to see True Grit again. The I big saw it once. I liked it. And yeah. um, I, I want to go back and see it. Anyways. Well, no one stopped me, pal, so go ahead. We'll <laughs> wait. We'll wait. We'll here. And real quick, so we haven't done this in a long time, but just as it's Rachel McAdams, she's, it's her birthday today. Any guesses? Uh, I can't actually put a face to a name right now. Rachel McAdams? Really? You just saw Southpaw. She was in it for yeah. five oh. minutes. 37. Damn. Yeah, I yeah, uh, got it. Oh, really? 37. Good guess. Yeah. Boom. I would have gone young. How about Mars Scorsese? Ooh, Gotta geez, celebrate my man's geez. birthday. Got to. 71. Yeah, 82. 73. Yeah. And Danny DeVito. Uh, 68. <laughs> 69. 71. Ooh. Hey. Yeah, he's up there, man. Crazy. That's your movies for the... You saw that sounder, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> the new sound we play. Too old for this shit. That's it. That's the one. Remember that, Harley? Does that bring you back? Hmm. <laughs> each and then, yeah, the one that uh, pissed off Harley today. Uh, Memento is being remade. What do you think about that? That's a terrible idea. Yeah. I mean, it's like, really, Memento being remade? I mean, did I? Are they? It's like they must have not tattooed on their body to not remake that movie. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I mean, I don't know why. I mean, I guess it's not weird. I mean, the Hollywood's run of ideas to remake anything. Yeah, but, d- people don't remake things because they think they're bad, right? You know? yeah. Yeah, remake or they have, don't yeah, they'll make money. You know, yeah. And what sucks now? It's like franchises are making money, right? Mm-hmm. And trilogies. Let's break up a book into two parts, right? Fucking Mockingjay, fucking Harry Potter, right? It's just, if a trend works, it's making money, they're going to go for it, right? So, yeah, man. So, uh, real quick. Okay, so we get all the news out of the way. Anybody, any extras? And I saw two. Harley, you said you saw one? You're a big fan of this Mission Impossible series? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not not a fan. Um, well, you didn't like those protocols, so I would say you're yeah, but- a fan. No, the third one I liked a lot, remember? Oh, that's true. Did you like the second one? With Philip Seymour Hoffman? Uh, yeah, isn't that uh, the John Woo directed one? That is, that is the John Woo one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and you like the first one? Uh, you know, I haven't seen the first one in probably okay. 10 years, so. Right. I well, I apologize. <laughs> no, it's all good. The floor is yours, sir. So, uh, yeah, I saw it, and, uh, you know, I was a little bored with the last one. And uh, this one's very similar. It's got um, <laughs> the, the same cast. Um, yeah, that you know, it's, it's the same thing. You know, um, yep, plain I as think, play. Yeah, they they did the they did a better job with the bad guy. Uh, it's the, the actor Sean Harris. He plays Solomon Lane, um, and he, he works better than the last film. Yeah. Real uh, quick, you Tony, did Alex. you watch this yet? I did not. Okay. Have you seen I it? Did oh, I did not. I knew that was coming as soon as I said it. I it like did, I heard, huh? 
I could hear Lainey's voice going, yes. <laughs> she, she'll do this? Show oh, yeah, every day. That was great. You got to get that sample. No, now, now she's saying, you're tearing me apart. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> what are you doing that you're tearing her apart? This is a real question. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Make the eggs wrong or something at breakfast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Harley, you were saying? Oh, no worries. No worries. <laughs> so, uh... So it was actually written and directed uh, by the same guy, Christopher McQuarrie. Um, McQuarrie? He, he doesn't have a lot of directing uh, credits to his name, he, uh, but he did direct um, Tom Hanks, and, Tom Hanks, <laughs> Tom Cruise, and Jack Reacher, which, if you guys remember, I didn't care for that when I saw it. Ah, damn, I forgot they likes to see Tom Cruise movies. You don't really like his movies. Yeah, well, I really liked Edge of Tomorrow and same same writer. So, it you know, kind of, kind of was like interested in seeing that. So, um the film the the film's very safe, you know. Um it it appeals to the Mission Impossible franchise if it's right in. Uh they try to up the ante a little bit um by introducing Alec uh, Baldwin's character who works for the CIA who's trying to sort of like shut so, down so to get, let me get this straight Tony so they amped up the movie they get Alec Baldwin to star in it is what you're saying <laughs> well I, I thought you, you know, were going to lead in with that fucking crazy plane stunt that he did where he's actually hanging off the side of the plane but you go with uh, the lead in of you know how they end up this movie Baldwin. Alec Baldwin don't get me wrong who doesn't like Alec Baldwin but <laughs> <laughs> now we're doing our own sounders. <laughs> Come on, man! Fire Tony! What are you doing over there? Huh? <laughs> Sorry, I just thought you were going to lead in with that badass son, but I just love the way you, you know. No, like the action set pieces are fun. Um, there's a very uh, cool motor motorcycle um, chase uh-huh. sequence where uh, Tom Cruise gets on a motorcycle with no fucking helmet on. Hell yeah! And he starts splitting lanes. And there's a couple like, oh yeah, Uh, there's a couple (laughs) po. Well, that well with a helmet. There's a couple like POV shots, and it really gives you a good sense of motorcycle riding at speed with other cars going a lot slower than you. So um, whoever did the the action um, choreography, very very good. It's probably one of the better motorcycle kind of chase scenes i've it was, seen it was moment. tony he did those stunts tony did that that's good you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> so um other than that everything's pretty much safe you know it's 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 one of those things where as i was watching it i never really felt bored um you know it's a little over two hours long but it never really dragged on it like kept me interested throughout the whole thing what did you um, think of uh alec baldwin baldwin uh, yeah, he's good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you're waiting for it. Um, you know, uh, he's gonna wait for Harley to talk. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. drop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna tell you before I got. <laughs> oh shit! So, um, Tom Cruise has kind of like a the female lead, which is uh played by Rebecca Ferguson, which I didn't really recognize from anything she else. She's badass in the movie. Yeah, she's kind of Tom Cruise's equal. And uh I like that. I think it it worked. Um um it just felt 
a little more a little more real. Uh, yeah, she's easy on the eyes for sure. So, um, you hear that, Chris? Yeah, she's in the background. Okay. Fonza said, "You hear that, Chris?" <laughs> She's always oogling women. I'm always. He is, huh? Fucking pervert. Pervert. Fonza called me a pervert. We finally find out about your motorcycle obsession. Hey yo. Oh boy. Oh, we know about so, that. So, um, ultimately, I would give it. I'll buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. You know that's where he was going with Harley, All right, Tony? And I would give Tony's. More Drops cycle. today, a big... <laughs> <laughs> so none of the cool gadgets, you know, Simon Pegg, yeah. you don't like? That's all, it's all Jeremy the same. Renner, I mean, the, 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 the movie, they're, 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 they feel very repetitive. You know, it's like six months from now, I'll, I'll try to... Re- it, it, unfortunately, the movie is forgettable. When you're yeah. watching it, you're entertained, and you're like... Right. Cool, yeah, awesome. And then six months from the now, like, like, huh? I saw it, but I don't remember. Or they kind of all know. gel together. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Especially the last, uh, you know, these last two with the Simon Pegg, Jeremy Renner, the supporting cast. Like the look of the films, um, kind of all. Got to have a big action set piece to stand out. I think. Yeah, well, and you know, the, they're, like the hotel they're, Dubai scene in the. In the in yeah, the, that one was pretty pretty badass. crazy. Yeah. This one had some pretty good stuff. Um, sure. You know what it feels like? This one's kind of taking over where, where the, um, the Bond, right, this with the gadgets and shit yeah, exactly. left off. It's uh-huh. ironically the Bond that I enjoy. The Mission Impossible franchise is turning into. Yeah, you miss uh, Pierce Brosnan, is what you're saying? I do. I do. Yep. So remote control uh, cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. To, uh, I guess I'm, you know, a little Mission Impossible Tom. Oh, righty then. But uh, yeah, the movie's fine. It's <laughs> most people like it. It's not offensive. It's not boring um, while you're watching it. Uh, with, but slightly forgetful. So, so you gonna go see it now, Tony? Yeah. Eh. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> see, Tony summed up the whole review right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need to make. I need to make that a sound drop and just play that. Just you, yeah. Hey, Tony, what do you think of it? Uh, meh. Meh. All right. Well, I um, Ace Ventura Pet Detective was the movie that was on sale on uh, iTunes. And every Friday they have a movie on sale for the whole weekend for four ninety nine, an HD version of it. And this week they chose Ace Ventura Pet Detective. And I hadn't seen it in a long time. This came out in 94. I remember seeing this in the theater with my sister and wow. maybe two, only two other people. Remember, Jim Carrey wasn't a big star back then. I mean, this is his I'd like to ask you a few questions. Exactly. You know, he's the man who was talking out of his ass. And um, just two things I remember taking a lot. I mean, he had done like Earth Girls Are Easy, you know, and that vampire movie. But uh, but he was big on um, on uh, Living Color. If you guys remember Living Color, he was, you know, he had a lot of funny characters mm-hmm. in it. But I don't think he ever did this character. You know what I mean? I mean he was like a mashup, maybe, of like the fireman. And some other guys. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, I remember seeing this movie with my sister. And there was this old, like, I would say an older man, uh, older gentleman, sitting like a couple of rows back. But he had a really loud laugh. And this motherfucker would not stop laughing. Through the time. He thought this guy was the funniest man around. So that might have made it a little bit funnier. But, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember the very first scene. He's dressed up as a UPS guy. And he's got a big box that says fragile glass handled with care. 
and he's just beating the shit out of it the whole time the intro and all the, and all the cast and name and everything's playing in the beginning. He's slamming against the pole. He's fucking kicking it like it's soccer. And I remember this guy sitting next to us going, <laughs> just like every fucking scene, he'd like hit the box, kick the body, he just thought it was the, and that guy did not stop laughing the whole movie. Um, and the movie is really fucking funny, and it still holds up. I, and I was surprised, like how um, how um, how much I remember the lines. Like before every scene came, out, I must have watched this a hundred times because I remember every line was coming back to me. And I thought I'd show it with crew, you know. There are a couple of shits here, a couple, some, you know. Um, not so. Like uh, Ask you a few questions. Yeah, that for sure. I knew. I mean, who doesn't fucking find that kind of yeah, humor? You know, of course, like, of course. Here, but so, um, he 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 was laughing. And, like in the very beginning, when he's like steals a dog and he's driving the car, and he like has a little ashtray full of dog food, you know, and the guy's after him, and he's just being silly. Um, crew looks over at me, he's like, "Hey, I like this. I think it's funny." I'm like, "Oh, cool," you know. So I'm in for the ride. And uh, it's not too long, and 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 dude, yeah, and Courtney Cox is looking, he's smoking in it too. Um, you got the actual Miami Dolphins license, which is always kind of odd. You know how most times you have a f- football movie back in the day, you couldn't get the license. Like if I remember any given Sunday, they had like make they had make believe uh, football teams, mm-hmm. but this one actually had Dan Marino in the movie, and actually, and they, I mean, they steal the their dog, they steal the mascot, Snowflake, and you know they hire a pet de- pet detective to find it and. He's the man for the job, and he's just so fucking wacky. He's got an apartment full of animals, and and uh, you really love animals, don't you? If it gets cold enough, <laughs> yeah. See, see. It's, a scene, it's yeah, like it was, a drop from a VHS tape. Yeah, <laughs> it probably might be. You know, uh, yeah. But uh, no, his crazy. I mean, his. You know, he had the famous one-liners. You know, all righty then, and Lahu. Uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, see, it's funny. Think about it. Have you shown Anna and like? Mazzy? No. Oh, I'm I'm curious, dude. It's pretty damn funny. It holds up. I mean, he's just like his anti. Like he's good at his job. It's just his fucking anti. The way he dresses, he's just out of control. You know, he's just <laughs> so zany. Like when there's the scene that sums it up perfectly when they're going to that um that fancy uh, dinner and Udo Kier is hosting. And he's a billionaire. And Courtney Cox, could you not act fucking weird for like five seconds? You mean like this? And he just starts making goofy noises and just animated, you know? <laughs> and the guy that answers the door is just like a, like a captain. He's like, permission to come aboard, sir. And she's just looking at him like, are you fucking kidding me? You won't just hit hey, That's the thing. He won't stop, you know? He's got that, and he's got a Mission Impossible scene where they're playing the music and he's trying to get into the bathroom. And he could just easily walk into the bathroom and only take him five seconds, but he's got to jump over a rail, shimmy through it, jump from the rail to the wall. And he has no reason to do this at all, but to make it dramatic with the music. It's fucking funny as hell. Oh, it's, it's, I don't know. Thinking about it right now, it's cracking me up. But uh, yeah, this movie, fuck, for holds up and it's uh, the replayability. I I have to give it a freaking Slater. I remember watching it as a kid and Damn. still enjoy it. And I can still enjoy it, you know? That was a fucking movie. Unfortunately, in every contest, there must be a loser. Loser. Her. <laughs> he steals the dog from that main guy, you know, and he says that too. Man, what's funny? Back in 94... I'll tell you how naive I was. I ain't afraid to, sh- um, to admit it. The beginning where he's getting that BJ, I had no idea what he was, was happening there. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Yeah. He's real friendly around here. And he's like, all right, what? What's going on? You know. The guy was laughing. The guy next to me in the theater, he thought it was a funny-ass scene. <laughs> you know, he was loving it. <laughs> I, remember, I remember as a kid, 
like dirty jokes would come on the screen and I'd have, I'd have to pretend I didn't get it. So yeah. I didn't get in trouble because my dad oh. would be, cause I remember I laughed one time at something that was a dirty joke Oh, and I got in trouble for it. I was like, fuck, <laughs> not supposed to. Yeah, I was talking shit. about 69 or something and right, you totally right. got it. Like, and started he, laughing. He looks at you like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. For people that are, don't know that are just new to the podcast or listening for the first time, they were like, Tony was a little horny bastard. You know, he was a sex addict and had a, uh, yeah. Multiple, multiple catalogs of porno. Seven years old. Yes. He had addiction, which is he's, he's he's finally you know doing well, right? You're almost clean, sort of, somewhere. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Relapse every now clean. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you're still a dirty motherfucker. <laughs> now you're gonna be a nasty old bastard now, huh? Dirty old man. Huh, you're almost hitting that marker. Mm-hmm. Wonder what age you have to be to be a dirty old man, Harley. That's a good point. Oh, are you there? 30, 35, 36. There you go. All right. Right around the corner. So Harley's a dirty old man now. Your birthday's coming up, Harley. Hold still. Hold still. Oh. <laughs> Hold still. Uh, Hold still. <laughs> Oh man, you have that Malibu rum sounder too to talk about his fucking band. <laughs> Holy shit, where'd you pull that one off? I've, that's that's been here on my soundboard forever, man. Okay, I'm waiting hey, for you, it. You wait for that one, huh? <laughs> yeah. Your hands hovering that over that button like fucking <laughs> like it's a nuke. Thought I heard heard Harley come back. I'm back. Okay, everything good? Yeah. Okay. Let's wait till Harley finishes his snack too. Yeah, sorry. That's good. All right, ready? Ready, Tony? Um, yeah, whenever you're ready. Where, where were right. we? Uh, talking about the next uh, next movie I saw was The Visit. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Written directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan Ding Dong. Shyamalan Ding Dong. A single mother finds that things in her family's life go very wrong after her two young children visit their grandparents. And you've seen this character before. The mom, she's been in like a bunch of comedies. She's always kind of like the side character. Um, Catherine Hahn, and uh, she don't get along with her parents too well. Um, but 15 years has gone by. She wants her kids to um, meet her grandparents. So she it's first and it's um handheld. Um, but the, the smart thing about it, the the little girl, the, her daughter, she's trying to she's trying to make a documentary. So there's a lot of like the camera still where they're just being interviewed and it's just always on the table. So it's really, it's not super shaky. So which is, which is kind of nice. You always seem to be real shaky. Um, so her and her younger brother go to the grandparents house and her, and her younger brother's trying to be this aspiring rapper, but he's got this lisp. So it's hard to understand him. He's <laughs> trying to be hard. And yeah, there's like a, there's a line in the movie where the grandma's like, why do you wear your pants so low? And he's like, cause I rap. That's like, what? Like, <laughs> all right, whatever, you know, sure. <laughs> but he he wins you over because he's really funny. Because sorry, I didn't mean to cough on the camera and the, on the microphone. I was taking the camera because the right. girl's always filming. Um, no, but uh, yeah, he's always uh, rapping, and he has this funny thing where um, you know, he's been a younger brother, so he's always being a little shit. Um, but he he says the line where he wants to not curse so much, so he wants to come up with a different way of um. Of being some more PC. So like he'll go, you know, I thought of like if I stub my toe, I'll think of a, 
uh, pop stars, you know, like I go, hey, I stop my toe, I go, ah, Shakira. So throughout the whole movie, when shit starts getting happening, like you start hearing these random like pop stars, it's and it's it's pretty funny because it just happens out of nowhere, and you and you remember that, you know, hmm. it's kind of funny. And uh, he he's you know for being a little brother and being a little no, he can you know he can be pretty funny at times. And then when he starts rapping, it's kind of cringeworthy, like ah, just, just shut up about it, you know. Um, but yeah, so they go over there, and it's like a, it's like they're there for a week, and you know, grandparents like start acting kind of weird. Things start happening, like at night, they tell them to go to bed at nine thirty, but they're like laughing because like what nine thirty? That's weird. They hear noises, like the grandma gets up and starts sleepwalking, and. There's like a pop ups like in the woods, like all the way by the shed, and he's and they, they're calling for him. He doesn't answer. And uh, if you if you freak out, if I don't know what it's called, but if you're, I know there's people that are uh, genuinely scared of old people. This is a movie you shouldn't watch. This movie because these old people are fucking freaky, man. It's just like it gets unnerving, and it and it and it. Um, I was surprised like how some of the scenes work, like. You get kind of this Blair Witch moment where it's dark and it's just the camera and the flashlights. So like, all right, it's going to be a jump scare here, you know. Um, but they genuinely work. And um, I was just kind of getting skeeved out and just being at unnerve and just that edge that every time, at, especially towards the end, I'm like, what the fuck is going on, right? Like, what what's happening? And, of course, M. Night Shyamalan has a twist. And the twist – and it worked, and eventually, and it worked you know. I'm thinking, like, I didn't see it coming. And I and I and so I appreciate it. I really like that. And um, – Overall, I, dude, I, I enjoyed the visit. I think this is cool for, uh, M. Night to come back with, you know, like, um, he hasn't had, a he's had a bunch of, a bunch of bad movies. And I think this is good. Like, a low, like, it was low budget. It was only 94 minutes. It's PG 13. It was handheld, so it was probably really cheap. And it, I think it did really well in the box office, too. Um, um, but yeah, these old people, fucking, dude, they, they work. They're really creepy. And, uh, um, the visit, I, I definitely give it by for a dollar. I think, um, really I'd buy it. that for a dollar. It's called gerontophobia. I knew it. I knew there was people. such a thing. Gerontophobia. Yeah. Read the explain, read the definition. Uh, the general feel, or the, the, let's see, the fear of growing old or a hatred or fear of the elderly. Oh man, a hatred. Wow. Mm hmm. Any of you guys have that? Not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Yeah. Maybe one day. All right. Mm-hmm. Once you guys are all old, then I'll really kick in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I turn forty, let me know, Tony. If you're still, we're still doing the <laughs> podcast. If he doesn't want to, then I'll know. Exactly. You've been listening to the Bad Boys podcast. <laughs> I am your host, seventy-three you year old. You said that already. <laughs> <laughs> and now for the movie that fucking tests my limits the movie that pissed me off so much that I didn't even fucking finish it uh oh now let me tell you about this little fucking movie I'm talking about right here it started earlier in the week got halfway the two characters in the movie were pissing me off so goddamn much that I said you know what I'm fucking tapping out I'm tapping out Um, not knocked out like Ronda Rousey did over the weekend but yeah, no tap. shit. You see that fight? Uh, uh, I saw a highlight. Ooh, dude, that was a badass fight. Um, for Holly, not for Ronda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, this motherfucking movie right here, guys. Let me just tell you. Let me just, let me just talk about this fucking movie, man. I was just getting so. What was that other movie we were talking about where we just get so pissed off at the characters? I just, I just had to tap out. I, I had my fucking corner throwing the towel. I'm like, I'm fucking done. 
I'm so fucking fierce right now. I, I'm like, fuck you. I'm turning it off. All right. This movie is written directed by one character. It stars Keanu Reeves. All right. And we, hey, we like Keanu Reeves on the podcast, right? We got no problem. Yeah, I don't we love Keanu. Good time. It's good time. Like John Wick. John Wick. John Wick's a badass. All right. We all love John Wick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but this fucking movie right here. When a devoted husband and father is left home alone for the weekend, two stranded young women unexpectedly it. knock on his door for help. What starts out as a kind gesture results in a dangerous seduction and a deadly game of cat and mouse. Written Ooh, this directed, sounds great. <laughs> written and directed by Eli Roth. All right. Let me just start off. Right, We got this family. Uh, it's it's uh, Father's Day. Father's Day is coming up. The family makes them a cake. The loving wife, my man's trying to get some in the morning. And uh, just like Martin Lawrence, the kids come in and nothing. Like, can't get none. And, uh, you know, he's a better architect in the morning if he gets some. But he can't, unfortunately, because she's got to go. She's got other things to do, right? So they're oh, going. I, I know what movie it is. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes. Uh, so he's got a, he's got a, a special project. He's got to work over the weekend. And he, unfortunately, can't go to the beach with his family. So the family, beautiful wife, beautiful kids, they got to take off. So he's there by himself, right? My man used to be a DJ. He's got his fucking CDJ. He's got his little mixture there and everything, playing some music while he's working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, all right, that's pretty cool, right? So then we, we get the knock, knock on the door, right? Got these two hot chicks just soaking wet because it's raining. They, uh, their phone doesn't work, right? They got lost, right? Being the guy, nice guy that he is, he's like, you know what? All right, come on in. You know, let me get you some towels. He's use my phone, right? Big mistake, fucking first mistake, right there. Right there. <laughs> Don't fucking do that bullshit, man. You married man, man. What are you fucking doing? No, you seen pornos like this? Keep it in porno. Real life. Slam the fucking door. Get your ass. Do you see that other house? Yeah. Get get on fucking stepping. Get out of here. Don't just even knock on my the, door. Move the fuck along. Just, just just keep on stepping. Fuck that shit, right? So you can already hear I'm getting a little worked up talking about these two motherfucking brothers. Don't get me wrong. Pretty hot, but hey. So they're using the phone, right? And then, then they're being real nice to him and this and this and that. He's got his turntables there. She's like, oh, why? You used to DJ? And the one girl's like, like Major Laser? I'm like, boom. Shout out to her, Tony. He'll know who that guy is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they wanted to play some records. So they started playing the records. They started dancing. They're like, oh, boy, here we go. Right? They started talking to him, try to flirt with him. My man does everything in his goddamn power to fucking stay away and hide that boner. They sit next to him. He moves to that chair. It's a game of musical chairs. That motherfucker must have moved nine chairs. They kept getting close to this guy, right? My man is, he's a, he's a, he's human, right? He's a blooded, he's a red-blooded American. He can't, I mean, come on. These fucking two women are after him. They, they, they take the clothes off. They want him to, um, they want him, they, he's like, here, want you give me clothes? I'll put them in the dryer, right? You are going to spoil the shit out of this movie, right? No, I'm not. They're, I'm not because oh. I didn't finish it. Oh, that's right. You didn't even finish it. So I'm saying they're in bathrobes, right? So my man eventually gives him these fucking broads. They're, they, they're taking a shower, right? He can't only resist for so goddamn long. He, they have a fucking mate. They have a threesome. They wake up together. They're making breakfast. They're, the, the place is a fucking wreck. They won't fucking leave. They won't fucking leave. Because like before that night, he had called Uber. For 45 minutes, he's like, oh, 45 minutes away. I'm like, god damn, fucking 45 minutes before this Uber guy gets there. So finally when he gets there, they uh, one of them's over here, one's over there. The guy ends up leaving because they never came out because one's taking a shower, one's over here. You're like, oh, what? You, you just already know. So many decisions, you're already mad. You know, you're mad at the character. You're just like, you're, you're, you're fucking, you're pissed. 
Um, so they, 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 they will fucking leave. I'm getting pissed off. He's getting pissed off. Eventually they fucking leave. And then, eventually, and then towards the end, you know, obviously they come back and they're fucking with them. And I'm just getting fucking fear. <laughs> I fucking finishing you guys. I can't give it a rating. I was just so bad. These bras, like, I'm like, yeah. dude. You can overtake them. You know, it's all these decisions. Like, I can just see Tony furious, like, thinking a hundred fucking things he could do right now to do stop them or do whatever, right? And I'm just like, I'm Stop him. <laughs> I wouldn't stop him. <laughs> Tony would be like, well, you, y'all bitches going to move in or what's up? Yeah, we, what's go, up? We, we go for round two? What's going on? What's up? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, okay. Scratch Tony. Harley, my man. <laughs> you can tell where I'm coming from. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, man. it... it yeah, it's it's hard it's, to watch films when you know when the characters do unbelievable shit. That's but what it's I'm talking about. I get it. You know what I mean? But remember yeah. with me, suspension of disbelief. Uh, yeah, like you said, I get it. These bros, um, like, you know, like oh, didn't you know she was fucking fifteen? You know, like oh, you know what? I'm ke- I'm not showering. I'm keeping the evidence in me. Just stupid saying shit like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why don't we call your wife and like to get his phone? And you're like, what? And he's freaking out. You know? And Keanu, some it's some of his bad acting when he's got a when he's got a, a mm-hmm. um, emotion. Oh, it's pretty bad, <laughs> but it's kind of funny too. He's like, "Oh my god, you guys are the goddamn bitches!" <laughs> dude, I can totally I imagine him saying that. It oh, terribly, dude, dude. It's they got him tied up in a chair, and he's like, "It's just you." Oh, give me my. He's like, "God damn it, you guys are just." It just oh, it killed me. It kind of got me out of the scene. But then they started talking to more, and it just got me. I'm like, you know, fuck this. Man, I don't need this in my life. Being pissed off. Fuck you. Turn it off. So if that's you how see, I feel. If people seen it, let me know how it ends because I don't know. I mean, I can kind of guess where it ends. And then I don't want a movie to fucking break me. Like we've, you know, we pride ourselves on seeing everything. So eventually, I'll go back to it. But that day, man, or that morning, whatever. I don't know what it was. Just they just fucking got to me. <laughs> That's how I feel about every Ben Stiller movie. Okay. Oh. Well, there we go. Okay. Yeah, every time you watch it, right? And he's just being awkward. He's like, you're being a dumbass. It's like, right? fuck no. No real person would do that. Like, meet the parents, right? Mm-hmm. Every goddamn scene in him. You're just cringing, huh? You're yes. just mad. Yes. Like, why am I watching this again? Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny you said that because that's the extra credit is meet the parents. So <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Fuck that shit. I got extra credit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so don't make, knock, don't make knock. this move. The first hour of knock knock, it's a pile of shit, huh? No, I mean, I, like I said, I enjoyed like the premise where it was calling. What's once they get once they start fucking them, that's when it starts getting you know. Like I said, I can't give it a rating because I hadn't finished it, so it's not fair. Right. I mean, it is a thriller. So yeah, that's what I'm saying, and it's, it's doing its and it's doing feel... its job. You know? Thrills, <laughs> but these goddamn bitches. <laughs> I need that sample. Yes. Oh man, sampling. He's a fuck. He used to DJ, and then he has records out. So I thought that was kind of cool. I'm like, what the fuck? What are you playing records over here? What's going on, man? You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, um, you're gonna um have Harley on your side. I'm like, that's great. You know, they mentioned Major Lazy. You have Tony on your side. I'm like, fuck. This movie's gonna, they're gonna um appeal to Harley and Tony. It's got hot bitches. Us, you know? And it's got hot bitches. So Tony, Tony's already in love. He's already fucking downloading uh-huh, it right I'm now. I'm watching it right now. Fuck you, guys. He's probably watched half of it already. So, yeah, knock, knock, man. Nobody, Don't answer. <laughs> Ain't nobody home. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. All right. Eventually, you know. But, hey, but if you guys are intrigued, by Holy all means, shit. knock yourselves out. Knock, knock yourselves out. 
probably miss out on that film. Oh boy, yeah. So, um, but breaking yeah, so news! Holy What's shit! That? What's that? Live Paris police shootout with suspected ISIS mastermind. What? That's going on right now? Right now. Whoa. No fucking way. Police attempted to raid the apartment. A woman triggered the vest inside the apartment. And um, I guess it was a suicide vest and detonated it as uh, they raided the apartment. Holy shit, dude. This is oh, yes. crazy. Yeah, it's on the fucking uh, CNN headline. Target Whoa. mastermind. Suspected ringleader of Paris attacks his target of massive police operation in Paris. I mean, we didn't waste no fucking time, huh? Damn. Bomb threats on two two Air France flights from U.S. to Paris. Explosions, gunfire heard during huge raid in Paris suburb. Wow, dude, that's that's fucking nuts. Yeah, it's just getting real, dude. Yeah. When fucking anonymous comes in, yeah, we're gonna cyber attack all their fucking. What are y'all gonna do? Yeah, I saw that. That's interesting. Yeah, I was like, fucking dude, already. We're talking about it. <laughs> well, they. I guess they shut down a bunch of Twitter accounts and shit. Well, that'll show them. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you can fuck well, up a lot of their support and... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah propaganda says what they need to do, you know? You can, you know, probably affect financials. Shots like fired, that. suspects cornered in Paris suburb. Right. Did this just, like, just splash on your computer or something, your newsfeed, Tony? Yeah, just just showed up on my newsfeed. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I'm seeing it, and it's like, boom, it's like, oh, but it's on Periscope live? Dude, this guy is on Periscope live, he's, like, he's, he's right there where all the police are. Oh, shit. Is it on right now, or is it, yeah, uh, I mean, they already ended it? I think it's already over, because you can't see uh, much going okay. on Okay, But you can rewind now. Yeah, that, yeah that's cool. Yeah, it has Perfect. to end first. Once it's over, then then you can rewind. Right. But, oh, but this guy, yeah, I forget, it's like the morning time over there. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. So this just happened, huh? It is happening, <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Because I think they're still like isolating people, you know, ISIS members and whatnot. Yeah. Fuck! Sorry, man. That was crazy. I just read it. I was like, nope, my attention is gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's still reports of one guy alive. How can how are, how are they that powerful, man? Who ISIS? Yeah. It's like that's like. I mean, it's religious extremists. Why? How is that? Uh, how many people were involved in it? Like a dozen with mm-hmm. AK-47s, like the most prolific machine, you know, assault rifle in the world. Like, well, what in that soccer one? There was three, right? And then the concert, there was there weren't that many, were there? But the, my point is, you didn't you didn't need that many people. You don't need that many AK-47s. You know what, I mean, what's interesting is I heard um, that. We ended up arming all of them. What? When we invaded Iraq, we destabilized uh-huh. the the country. And in order to destabilize the country and get Saddam Hussein out of power, we supplied arms to rebels against Saddam. Once you take out Saddam, and then we left. We didn't. We didn't stay to like help it restabilize. Yeah. So then we got a splintered group of terrorists and they ended up becoming the terrorists and they already had the weapons that we provided so that they could destabilize the government that's the story that's of the st- american right. history though i mean yeah, iraq is is not the but, only one i mean well, but what it, i mean yeah, like accurate. how do they get power well the weapons are what's giving them power right now 
And right. we kind of supplied a lot of that. <laughs> you know, we, we chucked all our old hand-me-downs that way so we could get new stuff. And so, yeah, they're all... This guy's got a fucking million hearts going right now. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Well, he's a chief reporter, he says, for a newspaper currently periscoping from Paris. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. But hey, why not? Kill them all. But it's funny, it's like, once we, you know, get shit going, it's like, how quickly, you know... That's what I was saying, like, you know, back in the Iraq days, mm-hmm. we found out about things weeks or days now it's minutes yeah yeah, yeah like, absolutely. oh you're still here we are we come yeah yeah you can't cover shit up anymore suspects cornered a, a mid-police raid in paris over officials but did they get them or are they i still don't know yet huh. well we'll find out tomorrow morning suspected mastermind abdelamid abud is potential target on raid and what was their issue with Paris? Like, why did they attack them? Uh, they don't care who they attack, as long as it's oh, they're just sending public. a message. Yes, they're yeah. terrorists, and they their their whole goal is to instill terror in people, mm-hmm. and their ultimate goal is to get everybody to fight each other. You know, mm-hmm. they want to start a war. Yeah, it's funny. Some I don't know. Someone was posting something about you know, like they had some in American tour or whatever, and it's like we got fucking. Armed forces, police, and a bunch of pissed off rednecks that'll fucking <laughs> fire off a note. You know what I mean? Right. They tried that, that down here, you know? Because you notice how they target California. They don't target no Arizona or Texas where they got, you know, open carry. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. They don't fucking, they don't ever fuck around over there. It's like, maybe California should be open carry, you know? Yeah. They were <laughs> for, for the Black Panther Party. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could open carry in California until late 60s when the Black Panther Party for self-defense started walking around with shotguns and rifles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Fantasy Movie League. Mm, let's not. <laughs> Actually, uh, I kind of cheated and went. And then uh, next week is an interesting uh, week. They've We'll talk about it once we hit the Yeah, news. yeah, yeah, yeah. Come check the fantasy movie. Another funny line from Knock Knock was when uh, they bring him the cake, calories in the morning. He goes excited and goes, chocolate with sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Dude, if you watch the trailer, here, let's tell No, me. I've seen the trailer. Yeah, I know. I want to see it ridiculous. now. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm, oh, I'm all, Harley's I'm all, all about, about it. He's all aboard yeah. now. Dude, just Harley, Tony, find the sounder for Play the trailer for me. Just play that sounder for Harley. Just right. that little clip. Dude, it's fucking cracks me up, man. Down. Let me see. But uh, So let's see. With the FML, where do we come up with? Ah, uh, freaking FML. Fuck my life. <laughs> Oh boy, here we go! Come on, man! Come on! It was close, wasn't it? Was it super close? Uh, no, it, go, it goes from sixty-four million all the way up to ninety million. No, oh. sixty-four million, seventy-seven million, eighty million, ninety million. We got a red alert here, like fucking CNN over here. Hunger Games is available only on a daily basis in oh, week twelve. Cool. Click more for details. We'll, we'll get yeah. to in a second here. We'll get to that in a second here. Yeah. Well, let's see, but it doesn't. Um, um, doesn't show that. It shows who. Okay. Let's see, see. I, I went into this 
and I saw like the first thing I'm doing now is looking at the perfect lineup. And I saw the perfect lineup for this week eleven. Mm-hmm. What was that? And and this is all I thought. Oh, never mind. It's not playing. Oh, remember uh, Boondock Saints when he's going fuck? What the fuck? What? Right. Why, that's what. <laughs> that's how you thought. Three, that's how you felt. <laughs> yes, that's how I felt. Three Peanuts movies and five The Last Witch Hunter. That was the perfect Cineplex. Son of a bitch. I'm like, what the fuck? The last what? witch hunter. Yeah. The fuck? How the fuck? What f- the fuck? How the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> let me guess. It- uh, all right. So, that means people who had the Peanuts movie and the last witch hunter were the ones who were likely... The witch hunter was a bonus? The witch hunter was a right? bonus. That's right. Mm, I figured it had to have been. Yep. Yep. So. Sky Too Hot. In last that. place, I got the Peanuts movie and... The 33 on the rest of my screens. Holy I got 64 shit. million. And then uh, the middle two, second and third place, had Spectre as the main movie. Uh-huh. And then there was some Martian in there. And then whoever had Martian and the rest of the screens, yep. that person got second place. That was me. There you go. I was shooting for the bonus. Mm-hmm. Yep, Put so all my eggs in the basket to Martian. Yep. Harley got... Martian and Peanuts movie and Spectre and Tom Hanks and the chef guy and like the, yeah he threw in everything in there. Mm-hmm. So hey, at least you got. Bronze. <laughs> but you know what? I didn't get the bonus movie in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so Scotty P. Harley's terrible streak continues. Yeah, Scotty P. Took the win this week with three Peanuts movies, The Bridge of Spies, three The Last Witch Hunters, and Paranormal Activity. Oh, fuck, man. How, who picks Last Witch Hunter, huh? Bullshit. Besides like Scotty P, obviously. Yeah. Well, congrats. Tell him congrats, Harley. Tell him how much you love playing this game. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> man. It almost makes you like not want to watch these movies, huh? Because yeah. you lose. Fuck all these movies. Fuck the Witch Hunter. What about the penis movie? So okay, so Harley, explain next week's then. It's a little bit harder. Boom. <laughs> um, so so next week, um, you you have to pick Hunger Games. You don't have to pick Hunger Games, but if you pick Hunger Games, Friday, it's only for the day. So and it's six hundred and seventy dollars. If you pick Saturday, it's only five hundred and six. And if you pick Sunday, it's three hundred and forty seven. So you could you could put three Hunger Games for Sunday in there. Um You cannot. You cannot. Uh, you cannot. <laughs> well you can't put three because one no, of them costs six seventy. Yeah. You, you, you can No, only, no, yeah. because on Sunday a copy is three hundred and forty-seven dollars, so you could put it on two screens. Oh, you can. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you can get Saturday and Sunday. Right. Yeah. Once. Once. Yeah. Once for those two. But you right. could do two Sundays. Or yeah. you could do two Sundays, and those are pretty much your only one Friday, Saturday and but, Sunday. But Sunday won't give you the bonus. It'll only just give you how much it made on Sunday. Yeah. See, that's the interesting thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it's like, like I mean, a fucking calculator. Yeah, you know that Friday. This is one of those movies that has a huge drop off. Yeah, I mean, it's, it makes all its money on opening night. Right. 
So wouldn't it be worth it just to do Fridays, even though it's 670, and then just fill in a bunch of blanks? Right. But maybe if it makes – so say, for instance, it makes – let's just shits and giggles. It makes $100 million on Friday night, right? Opens at $100 million. Sunday, that's for the whole weekend. You know what I mean? Opening week. So, But what happens if on Sunday it makes 50 if you put it on both screens, bam, there's a hundred. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand a word you just <laughs> said. <laughs> you got me. That's the thing, man. You're right. It's like fucking. What are you gonna do? Like if Friday could make you so, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna hack it, and I'm just going to put Friday on all eight screens. There you go. That's a beautiful thing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I would almost say you'd be better off putting it Saturday and Sunday, and then just filling in the last. Which does that work? Yeah, shit. I mean, last switch is so goddamn cheap. <laughs> yep. You could do Saturday and Sunday and throw in some Martian. Whatever you want, buddy. Saw you, homie. Uh, I still think Friday is going to make all the money, though. This is, this is making my head hurt. Yeah. Who the fuck? Fuck this fucking... Certainly illustrates the diversity of the word. <laughs> that was our reaction after uh, Scott won. We were like, what? Or it could be Harley's picks. It works for either one. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, Scotty. You won. You got three three wins now. Is, um, under what I got? I got seven wins? Eight wins? I got, I got two from like a long fucking time ago. No, that's a different. That was a different one. That was last season. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got eight. He's got three. You guys zero on this one. What's going on? Yeah. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Harley has taken the lead for third place with five hundred fifty. Where Tony dropped down to five hundred forty-four. This is your chance to talk some shit right now, Harley. If you like. Third out of fourth place, I'm talking shit. Well, I mean, you could be in last. Like Tony? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got nothing. You know what that means? Tony's going to beat your ass and then I'll take over that third spot. <laughs> That's why you don't want to say shit, huh? Tony, you want to say, say something? You want to talk shit about how you're going to take the lead after him? <laughs> <laughs> Try to get you guys the man. something. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, there you go. Fantasy Movie League in the books. Make your picks for a week. What is it? Week. 13? Week 12? 12. Week 12. You need a, like, like Boy Scott said, you need a scientific calculator if I can figure this shit out next week. So, good luck everyone playing. All I'm right. watching the trailer to Knock Knock. Fuck all this shit. This motherfucker. This, we lost him. We fucking lost him. But all right, who got the homework this week? Who picked it? Come on. 
Uh, yeah, no, I got it. I had the homework. Yeah, you did. I signed. Um, true story. True story. Yeah, it's got Jonah Hill. It's got James Franco. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Why yeah, not? it's a comedy, right? It's supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's what these guys do. The comedians. Yeah. Um, I want to laugh. I'll go watch these guys. I was waiting the whole movie to laugh, and I didn't laugh once. Um. Yeah, I think there was one one time I laughed, and I think it's because Lane made fun of the movie or something. Oh, boy. So, yeah, when disgraced New York Times reporter Michael Finkel meets accused killer Christian Longo, who has taken on Finkel's identity, his investigation morphs into a game of cat and mouse. Mm. Written and directed by the same guy. Is it? Mm. Well, it's got multiple names on the screenplay. Okay, so uh, did you guys look, look up the Wikipedia on this? Or you guys saw the trailer, or the credits at the end, right? Right. So this is incredibly accurate to what really happened in real life. Oh. Yeah. I had no idea. But Michael Finkel, real dude. Christian Longo, real dude. They like, still talk every first Sunday of the month. Yeah, yeah. I like, thought he was on death row. He's not dead yet? I know. I was like, he why is, is he dead he's yet? He's on death row. But he's like, he writes a lot while he's in there because he's obviously a pretty bright guy. Mm-hmm. And he has... You know, because if you're if you're smart with the system, you can sort of with appeals and stuff, you can uh, kind of remain on death row mm-hmm. indefinitely. And um, I get the feeling that he's sort of done that. So, um, yeah, fucking crazy at the end. Yeah, no, it's a real fucking true story. And from what the little bit of research I did, it's incredibly accurate too. Hmm. Which I don't is, know, man. The guy didn't nuts. look anything like Jonah Hill. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of made me mad there. I could yeah, my ass. Should look yeah, at yeah. that. Yeah, it's interesting. Like we saw him sort of take on the serious role in um, uh, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, and and all of a sudden I was like, dude, this dude can act. Yeah, we saw and, him in uh, the Moneyball. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's good yeah. in Moneyball too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, this dude can act." Um, Franco played that bad guy in that James Statham movie, Homefront. You know, they, they change it up. They don't always do comedies. Yeah. Well, and Franco, he's really good in this. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he's really good at like clearing his throat and swallowing. <laughs> Seriously, did uh, that not, uh, did that not bug anybody else? I I was uh, his just, breathing like it's like his, the microphone was right on front of his nose. <laughs> he'd ask him somebody he's like mm, let me think or oh, let me remember my lines I smoked too much weed today <laughs> yeah I remember That's I was he... genuinely like creeped out by him was that yeah, right no, he was definitely creepy okay mm-hmm. hmm so Tony okay why did you choose why, what's, what's going on here eh, it's start a... the review I chose it because it was something that we hadn't seen. I mean, and it had character actors that we're familiar with. It seemed like a good one to uh, throw into the mix. Relatively sure. new, so yeah. we wouldn't have seen it. Um, I mean, I, I'm sure I had some kind of morbid curiosity to see these guys play roles that weren't comedic. Yeah, but it turned out. I mean, I it cat caught my attention pretty pretty quickly in the movie. Like I, I was pretty oh, into yeah. it right away. Yeah, Jonah Hill's doing his uh, journalism thing as. Michael Finkel and interviewing the the African um, boys and they were being you know slaves or getting getting written or whipped and whatnot and 
Um, and he's just conducting an interview. He comes back and he's, he's, they, they kind of depict him as being this smart guy. You know, he's writing, is hammering away his, his, his story, his article while playing poker with the guys. And yeah. Just, you know, just announcing his next moves like, oh yeah, double down here or, or he's raising by this much amount or whatever. Well, he works for the New York Times. So, you know, right. It's right. Very prestige. So yeah. Big deal. Right. <laughs> and he gets his ass fired. Stupid ass. <laughs> Sounded like stupid ass. Yeah. <laughs> then he enrolled in the police force and joined Twenty One Jump Street. All right. Yeah. There it is. That's the, that's the career path. That's right. Um. Yeah. But it, it was it was interesting just because um, it, it was uh, more like it was more of a thinking movie and uh and I had just gotten we Lane and I had just gotten finished had a, having a conversation earlier in the week about. How everybody makes a decision, or anytime anyone makes a decision, they believe it's the right decision in that moment. And so we had that kind of context in the back of our heads going into this movie. And as we're watching it, we're just kind of going, "Yeah, look, see, you know, those decisions that led him to do that, and blah blah blah." And so when it came to the uh, when James Franco, you know, Christian Longo's side of the story came up, um, it uh, it was definitely one of those. What did he fucking do? You know, what's the truth? And, uh, yeah, no, I was, I was, I, I was definitely on board right away. Um, and I just remember what the actual opening of the movie was with the teddy bear being dropped into the, uh, right in the beginning, yeah. Right in the rain, right like right the heinous thing. crime. It yeah, was. that was like, like the, oh, op- shit. the, yeah, opening credits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which was, yeah, that was gnarly. It's like, okay, yeah, this means, this thing means business. Yeah, it felt very kind of like Gone Girl Gone. No, Gone Baby Gone. Gone. Yeah, the uh, Gone Girl Baby Gone Girl Gone <laughs> Baby Girl Baby 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 Gone Baby. Baby, uh, are you taping? Baby, are you taping? Um, <laughs> you forgot to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Um, the Ben Affleck film. Yes, Gone Baby Gone. Gone Baby Gone. All right, girl. On girl, <laughs> thank you. Uh, it felt very like that, you know. It's like, like which one? Um, the the heinous crimes against small child, small children. Yeah, and you know, um, it just automatically like makes you just well, gets you, man. You see the yeah. image of a little girl inside a suitcase. You're like what? Uh, right like at the beginning, it up and it's like yeah, filled with water and just like a bunch of you know. Uh, elk, like seaweed or whatever stuck from the, from the suitcase yeah. and seeing the corner's face like dude you used to seeing this all the time seeing dead people and then this one's like stunning you like mm-hmm. give them that look like damn even this is getting to them you know what I mean mm-hmm. you know right. you can never get oh, used never to seeing children dead you know what I mean that's how that's that's what I took it you know yeah it worked it it, it genuinely like emotionally it was it felt the film emotionally drained me Mm. like like as i'm watching i'm just like fuck it's it's so it's just heavy it's it's hard um and uh i mean i was watching i was i was i was mildly entertained but i wasn't hooked like you were uh yeah it's it's slightly the pacing's a little different it's it's it is a little it's hard to explain, but um, yeah, I, I I kind of like it's not for everybody. It kind of like I could see how it could rub some people the wrong way if they if they don't sort of like 
body. Well, it's just hard to attach myself to like the Finkel character, you know, because he kind of didn't show too much remorse. Like, I guess kind of like how Tony was always looking for that character arc. Mm-hmm. It's kind of looking to him, you know, and I and I kept saying cat and mouse, and I'm waiting for a twist or something. Like I felt like maybe Jonah Hill wasn't was part of it, or or it's like some kind of you know what I mean. I was waiting for some kind of twist, I guess, and maybe that's just my own fault looking in, looking too much into it. Um, but I just couldn't see him like. I mean, he's kind of rude to his wife sometimes too. Like I don't know, it was just weird. Like I didn't. He just seemed he just seemed off to me, you know. As far well, as well, he is. Character. He's not a. He's not a he's not the hero. He's not um he's got his own issues. Right. You know? There's that scene where that woman's talking to him, you know, and he's like, Oh, you need the scene for your book? You know, and he's like mm-hmm. trying to be, you know, sort of oh, trying to be at least give out some kind of sympathies, but it just yeah, yeah. I don't know, it does he's just like he always emotes the same emotion and I, it was kinda hard for me to like pull for the guy if uh yeah, his if character kinda well, that's comes true, off because across as being almost soulless a little bit. What were you going to say, Tony? Yeah, I mean, yeah. his his character was called into question right away. Mm-hmm. Why yeah, right. the fuck did you lie uh, for the, on this article? I mean, you know, yeah. he, he, he he lied to, you know, make the story better, whatever. And then he's all talking about Schmulitzer, and he might get the Pulitzer, and whatever, like he's all cocky about it. Right. Like, did um, he really care for those kids, or did he just want, you right, know? Right, exactly. He, he was exactly, missing that so. one spot on his wall where he had... Uh, seven frames. He was missing this right, and he's missing the cover other one. Story, like, you know? so, so yeah. So how much do you actually care about these people? Because you know you twisted yeah. the. Twisted well, the, the cops truth. said it cool. Who said the best? Too in the car with him. You know when he's trying to try to talk to him, and he's like, "Hey, call me if you need. You know if you're having a hard, hard, hard time sleeping." Right. And we find does come to him. Right, he's just like, "Wow, oh, man." Are they, he's, it's like almost like he read into his file. And saw that he was a liar, you know. He got, right. It's like no one's going to believe you. He's like, man, I don't need you anymore. You know exactly because like, like, he would have been a character witness. And it's like, uh-huh. who's going to believe you when exactly. your characters are yeah. in question? Ex- exactly. So. so now you. So yeah. So it's just yeah. It's weird for um, the protagonist uh, for us to follow when um, when his own actions is being questioned like that. True. When when uh, is he writing to maybe is he because that time when he he's talking to Ethan Supley in the bridge and he's talking to him and he's asking he's like what you believe him you think he's innocent you know and he's like everyone should have the right to the story whatever it's like now who are you referring to right there yourself or yeah, Chris right. or Franco's character you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah and um I think the 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 thing that was driving me while watching the movie was just finding yeah. out what actually happened and what of course what right. motivated their his, his actions to do what he did mm-hmm. you know um at, at one point i stopped caring really about michael finkel and i really only cared about christian longo and why he did what he did i was like got first got to find out what he did right and second why he did it you know yeah. and, and that's cuz when he's fucking with finkel he's like wait you said you were going to plead yeah. um not good to be only plead guilty for two of the murders and not all of them. You right. Know? Yeah. And then there's and a the whole. Cops, he tried to throw off the jury. Mm-hmm. And then, then the big question is why did he pick this guy? Why did Christian Longo pick. Yeah, because at first, right, he This he, he writer. Took his this particular writer. And Michael Finkel. Why did he pick him? Um, because, that, like you said, that lady, when uh, when she stops and's like, what do you need this for your article or for your book or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then she says, he used you. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how? Why did he use him? How did he? You know, right. how? What? What was it that he used him? Because and, he knew he'd be obsessed with, with his own success, and that uh-huh. he would give him a chance. Well, I mean, what? What? Right. Uh, 
what was cool is that you can see the reward. Like I could see what, why he chose him mm-hmm. when he, Christian Longo was, was giving his testimony uh, in court. Like he was dropping all the, all the things that he learned from Michael Finkel. And I was like, yeah, Oh yeah. 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 That's why he picked him. He, he was, you know, he's trying to brainwash the jury mm-hmm. using literary techniques that he, and that's why he got this writer who's supposed to be really good. I was like, dude, yeah, I totally used him. But uh, it's also flawed. Like, did he know he had gotten fired when he was in Mexico? You know what I mean? Like, he just saw, or he just said he he was a fan of his writing. Right. Before. Yeah, he didn't. He, he didn't really know <laughs> at that point, maybe. Right. But no, he he was like a because there was a, a quick Q and A at the end where the guys asking him like, hey, you you know, do you feel like a Ted Bundy or you know Ed Gein? Like, where do you put him up as far as killers? Because I mean, you know, if you remember, Ted Bundy was uh, a lawyer, and um, but it was like a notorious was serial killer. Ted Bundy, a real lawyer, dude. I, I want to say, look at. I'm pretty sure he was because I remember him defending himself. He was very charismatic, and he'd get that away with mean, it. That doesn't mean you're a lawyer. It just no, means you're dumb no. enough to defend yourself. No, but he, but he would though. I mean, <clears> and, 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 um, I think he was though. If you think, if you look him up, I'm looking. At, I'm Wikipedia right now. Yeah, but no, he, yeah, he, um, he was very charismatic, and would just kind of, you know. Sweet, and he, it kind of remind. It's funny that he mentioned his name because you know Franco, you know, young guy, good-looking guy that uh, he would. Um, he was accepted into like that to like you know anything he takes his advantage that like you said lure the mm-hmm. jury away from him being guilty. Right. You know? I mean, we learned stuff from the judge. Remember where they look at the people and be like, you know, who's smart enough just to be here and who you know. Um, who, who Bundy keep. was accepted into the law schools, but it doesn't look like he actually graduated. Oh, okay. So he didn't get a degree in law, but he studied law. But he studied. yeah, it says uh, <laughs> despite mediocre law school admissions test scores, Bunny was accepted into law schools of UPS and the University of Utah on the strength of letters for recommendation uh, during a trip to California or a Republican Party business in summer of '73. Bundy rekindled his relationship with blah blah blah. But never a lawyer, but still understood law. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, it's um, for a serial killer to know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but no, yeah, overall, like this movie, you know, it held my attention. But I mean, like I said, it was just hard for me to pull for anybody, and and I just wanted to find justice for that family and the kids, you know. And I felt bad, and I want to know if, if if it was him. I just kept reminding me of that uh, documentary I saw where um that Robert Durst guy, um, what was that the documentary on HBO where like six episodes you follow him, and that was very engaging because this guy was fucking just wacky and and uh, just couldn't seem to catch him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, it, it's not—it wasn't a waste of time, and I—I I, uh, I'd appreciate it watching, and I enjoyed the, enjoyed seeing Jonah Hill and James Franco, you know, acting outside the box, I guess, and um, playing so many characters, playing somebody different. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I just kind of confused at the end when uh, he was talking to him at the end, like. Oh really? Just, I thought was that, that that scene was such a good payoff for me. Okay. Yeah, I I I was just kind of like, huh? Like I don't know if he was really there or not, like. Oh, oh, at the at the end and during the yes, during yes. the book reading. Yes, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, but yeah, that that messed up Chris too. She was like, "Wait a second, what?" And I was like, "Uh, he's just hallucinating, essentially." Yeah, yeah. he's just okay. tripping out. Yeah, that's I say, that's what like, I that's what that's where I got from it. But I, I was just waiting for like one of the people in the crowd going, "Hello," or like saying, "Hey, are you there?" Like you right. know, right. snap right. out of it to show me it that just, it was because. I think it's just that he can't get over him. Right. You know, it's something that he's going to carry with him the rest of his Especially life. Especially when he winked at him in, in, in court before he. Oh, yeah, that totally fucked with him. 
Uh, apparently, uh, if you looked at, did you look at the trivia for True Story? Uh huh. Jonah Hill, you know, after that scene, he went to the bathroom and punched the wall. Yeah. That was totally improvised and he actually busted his hand. <laughs> he got a oh, Okay, shit. I was going to say, cause he, it, like, he it looks like, like he really hits it. And hard. I'm like, and I was thinking when I saw his hand, I'm like, what kind of special effects would you use for peeled skin? Cause that looked real. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. When yeah, you think about it, when you just look at how it was and then uh, you look at the wand, it was really pinned, you know. But then he's just weirdly staring up like, into the ceiling, not really moaning anything else. So, like, well, yeah, playing. he's going, fuck. He's <laughs> probably like, oh, man, that was a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I give Toy Story a, do- a buy for a dollar. I mean, what? No, true story. I give I'd story. buy that for a dollar. You're a myth. You're a sick human being. <laughs> <laughs> what was the trial of Woody and Buzz? <laughs> yeah. What do you guys give it? Tony, you want to? Uh, yeah, I give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I um, I it's got a lot of strength going for it. I think um, Franco and Hill's performance works very well. Um, the the story is compelling. Uh, it it kept me engaged. It's not overly long. It's actually pretty short, a little over an hour. And I think that being a real true story. Did you read if it was true at the end or in the beginning? Correct at the end. I okay. didn't realize. I I, I saw. I think at the beginning it would have influenced you by going, "Oh shit!" Mm. Hell yeah. You know, because then you kind of yeah. compare it to. Yeah, to- I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, when you know, when I when I read, you know, this movie is based on true events. I'm always like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." Sure, right. You know what I mean? Oh, true, right. Yeah, exactly. And then when and it's the over, I'm like, true. "All right, I'll look up." And from what I, from the little bit of research I did, it seemed incredibly accurate. So. Um, yeah, it gets props for that. Um, and I, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's not this big Hollywood, you know, it's, it, this is one of those movies where, you know, if you gave it to David Fincher, we'd all be creaming over it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a small kind of indie film. And, uh, but the, the, it is so compelling that story. It's for, you know, as a parent, I think it's one thing and it's just, it's difficult to watch in a lot of scenes when when he um when he um sorry um when Franco is on the stand and he's giving his account of what happened mm-hmm. and he's he's explaining how he choked the life out of his kid mm-hmm. dude that that just made me go oh it's just so hard it's so fucking hard to watch that scene, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and when a movie does that, it works. And I give it a lot of credit. It's not something I want to watch again. It's hard to watch. It's hard to it's not a movie you you go like, "Yeah, I really I really enjoyed watching that." You know what I mean? Um but it it like Tony says if it invokes a, an emotional reaction you know, or, or, you know, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, um, it, oh, you it mean gets, like knock, knock would piss me off. That yeah. Kind of yeah. You know yeah, what you're yeah. talking about? Huh? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess a hide buy that for a dollar for me. I'd buy that for a dollar. Right on. Cool. And you, sir, had the extra credit. Am I right? Yeah. I picked, um, Thelma and Louise. I saw this movie a long time ago. I was like a teenager or something. Yeah, it's about uh, 91. Yeah, yeah, and I probably saw it in the 90s. Um, it's Ridley Scott, and it's early Ridley Scott, like you pointed out, 1991, mm-hmm. uh, where he's just kind of making action-adventure films and stuff. 
and it's kind of like like a chick flick meets action flick but well, it's written no, by a female yeah but there's no action in it you know it's sort of like a what? I, saw, I saw explosion well yeah one i saw a car chase yeah 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 i mean there's very little action um most it's almost all dialogue between susan sarandon and gina davis and uh talking about characters that fucking piss you off thelma oh my god what a dumb bitch through this entire film (laughs) come on you see who she's who she's married to so it's fucking shooter mcgavin yeah like a redneck version of shooter mcgavin fucking great yeah that scene where he fell was totally like he really did fall yeah when he's getting into his car and really scott liked it so much that he kept it in there oh that's funny yeah so um I don't know. You know, like, dumb, that's crazy. I mean, dude, poor woman. Like, look how battered she is, man. Fucking married to that guy. So when she gets yeah, out, but she's, she's like Susan Sarandon when she when she's a when the guy's attempting to rape her. Oh, I love the synopsis. Uh, an Arkansas waitress and a housewife shoot a rapist and take off in his six hundred. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. It looks yeah. great. Love really Scott's look to the movie. It's fucking yeah. Great. The cinematography of the film's fun. What was it? Um, but you're constantly you feel the the, the frustration in well, uh, Susan do. Sarandon's character. You're just you like, do. oh, this poor woman. She's just so fucking. Real quick, Tony, you feel the same way? No. Okay, that's okay, thank you. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, because I, I I know Harley's she's driving him crazy, and not you know not me. So how how does you're alone, not, pal? You're alone. I don't get it. Like, what do you mean? You like you're you're really sympathetic? Like, oh, she's just a dumb. No, no. That Tony answer. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, for me, it's that she's wild. I was like, this like at the end of the movie, Tony can relate. Yes. Well, at like, the man, end, being... she gets wild when she right. robs but the. She was no, 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 no. no. But I guess that's why I, I like it. She was always wild. She was just cooped up, and slowly the 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 layers that were holding her down came un came un unbound. They came loose. And she just got wilder and wilder and wilder and wilder. She was like, fuck, I love this shit. You know, she, she likes being the wild person. She likes it. She's like, this is my fucking calling. I was like, okay, I could dig it. Like, yeah, you're doing stupid shit, but you're a crazy, stupid woman. So more power to you. (laughs) You know, I was like, you're, you're, you're out there. It's your thing. That's not where I thought you were going with, but okay. (laughs) All righty then. I I think the the nail in the coffin was with oh, the Brad Pitt character, you know. Well, you're uh, like, what do you mean nail in the coffin? Dude, okay, th- 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 think about this for a second. You got to think of this. All right, writer is Callie Curry. It's the female. Think about it. When you watch this movie, you got the motherfucking asshole of a fucking terrible husband with Shooter McGavin, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> it's a woman's fantasy, right? Then you got this one hick dude bar guy, you know, that she meets, and you're like, oh, this is cool, and then he becomes a fucking worst human being on earth, right? Another uh, another terrible man, right? You're like, man, this woman hates right, men, yeah, right? She's getting fucked over by men left and right. Yes, men, men here, men, this, men, this, yeah. Yeah, everyone, men. But then when you do meet a fucking a, a good man, you get the you get a goddess of a man in Brad Pitt, right? Every woman's fantasy, right? And then so of course she 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 has fun with them. I'm thinking this woman who wrote this. You know, hates men, but then when when there's a one man that you she's gonna get, you get Brad Pitt, right? <laughs> I mean, it's it's got women written all over it when you watch this movie, man. How oh, yeah. can you not see that? Oh yeah, 
you know? And then if you do have the one good uh, boy, if you get Michael Madsen and, you know, and fucking Michael Madsen and Mickey Rourke, two of the fucking coolest motherfuckers on screen, always, mate. They're not even acting. They're just fucking always cool. Michael Madsen is cool as shit in this movie. Motherfucking well, Mr. Blonde in this. Cause he, yeah, because yeah. he's playing himself. As That's well, what I'm it, saying. He's just, <laughs> yeah. just fucking cool. And he's cool yeah. to her, which is great to see. Yeah. He can be easily, you know, be a dick. I mean, he does lose his temper at one point, but then, you know, so cool and helps her out. So, um, and she won't say nothing to him. She won't tell him. So, yeah. um, but dude, it's got women written all over. That's why oh, I yeah. find it funny, you know. And that's why I, I, mean, I can see that. You know what I mean? That's such a cool adventure. Like, I mean, and Harvey Keitel's a stand-up guy who throughout yeah, the film. Uh huh. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Even laughing at Shooter <laughs> when he's getting, when he fucking first beats him. You know? He's yeah, like, hey, yeah. you're you're standing on a pizza. What you got? <laughs> damn it, motherfucker! God damn it! <laughs> I mean, there's yeah. a part where she's talking to him and she's explaining everything to him, and he's fucking more interested in the game. You, in know, the like game. This, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, or like Callie, the writer. I'm talking to you. We get it. You hate men. Well, we I mean, it. relax. The, the, you know, like, the, you're making every man in the world just the worst pieces of shit ever. You know what I mean? The crux of the movie was yeah. the rape, mm-hmm. and how they kept on going. Like, you can't. She was like, "Why don't we just tell the police?" She was like, right. "No one's gonna believe you." Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, you know, we it's kind of whole night. It's kind of fucked oh, up that it is. You can't dance with a guy, and people expect and and, and can't then, dance with uh, can't dance and, and just go away. The next Tony, it's, it's fucked it's up. It's like, one thing to dance with him, but she goes out into the parking lot with him. Well, no, she she's fucking fun. drunk out of her mind. He she doesn't go out to the parking lot with him. He drags her out there. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good. But point. he's you know? still being a gentleman at that point. Oh man, you oh you know, throw up while people while people are watching. Why not? You know, and so it's, you know, I, I, that's, it goes along with what you're saying. Like, it's got the woman thing written all over it. And sure. like the whole, the movie is based, like the, the, the main plot point is based on that. And then there's a thing that happened in Texas. Right. Which we never find out. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. Right. Yeah, but, but we, we get the feeling. But you kind of get the same you, right, idea. Right. So everything, all the main, plot points yeah. in the movie and i'm you know what and i'm not saying this is a bad thing that woman wrote it or whatever and you know hey t- t- sure, like you you know you want to write a story like this do as men we get stories like this all the time we get cool ass fucking road trip right, but, or revenge movies or anything like that you know mm-hmm, so when susan right. ryan blows that dude off it's like fuck yeah i'm like i'm rooting for him i'm like hell yeah you know mm-hmm. oh for sure and then when they're taking off you know or you, <laughs> my man fucking little, little, little truck driver <laughs> fucking asshole. oh guy. i love that guy what are you doing with that they really work for you like what come on what if you did it to your you know i don't know yeah but no, but I, I you know when it was while watching it man i was having a blast with this man i was on a venture with them you know and i i was kind of rooting for them i was hoping they get to mexico you know yeah, Sure. I've seen the movie, and Wayne's World kind of spoofs it, you know, at their one of their three mm-hmm. endings. So, um, going back to this and watch it, I had a blast with it. I was having fun with it. Yeah, I watched it for the first time, and I had fun. Oh, it was your first time, huh? First time. Yeah, man, right. yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm curious, like the, the the female side of it, like their takes on it, because you know yeah, what I mean. That's a good point. Um, I ended up watching it by myself. Oh, okay. Lane said that she she's pretty sure she already saw it and didn't care for it too much. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll I'll strap her to a chair and duct tape her eyes open and find yeah. out for you. Yeah, but I mean, this is the '91, so it's like uh, I, I blame these women for the selfie craze because they fucking did it first. Oh wow, you ain't um, kidding. So um, <laughs> you know, it's a got bit. a lot. It but shows. I think the it's, stage, it's the music yeah. and. 
Um, a lot of the film for me kind of showed. I thought up Hans Zimmer's score was rad, though. I thought he, I thought he did a good job. In fact, even really, I, he made a whole credit sequence just for that song, like uh, opening. He mm-hmm. liked that so much, yeah. Um, no, but I like that, that scene where Gene uh, Davis has that hickey. I mean, fuck, we're talking about hickeys in '91. I mean, this is you know, mm-hmm. it's major. She's like giggling like a little girl. I think it's funny. I think she's enduring. I think she was really, you know. It really worked. You got to see the Sarandon like tough as nail chick. You know, she's the waitress, don't pull no shit. And then you got, I just thought they were good contrast together. You know, because like, yeah, the, the, the characters they casted before, the people they wanted to be, it was like Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn at first, I think. Um, because now you can't see this movie without them too. You know, mm-hmm. it's always like it's like a staple. Like when you think of that, like Delma Louis, you hear that name, you know, you automatically picture them too. Or if you see them together, like if there was a reunion, I was gonna look them up online to see if they, you know, they've been together. Like now that they're older. Just to see them together would be kind of cool. Um, yeah, no, but I, I, uh, I'm curious. Harley, he was just too annoyed by Gene Davis to enjoy himself. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's like one. Of, it's just one of those characters, like you, dummy. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's Why did you open the door? And let these two hot chicks come in, <laughs> <laughs> dripping wet. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny when you were talking about that. It was, I was, I was feeling uh, Gene Davis' character. Um, it. The film, I, I think what it was one of those things where I remembered have, having really fond memories of it and then re-watching it, I was kind of expecting something different. Nostalgia coming back to you. Yeah, know? and so it kind of, I was kind of left a little disappointed as I was watching it. I, it kind of, it ended up dragging a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, for, I think what happened was I was expecting more action um, just because of my own inaccurate memory um and so when it was just sort of this character piece of the two characters and a thunderbird um, you like going to take care of that take care of that cop oh yeah no i mean the the the, a lot of the the set pieces and and you know the the sequences work the the gunja fucking smoking bike rider (laughs) (laughs) i love that guy blows in the bullet hole you're like (laughs) He's just telling him to get the key up my bed. like, fuck you, man. You got to try this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck you, police. He's just like, here, take a hit of this. He points yeah. with the finger. Hey, over there, my keys. I was like. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> 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 the cartoon and shit was so funny. And the guy's like, fuck you. Watch this. <laughs> I box him. Like, what the fuck? Oh, sorry. Is there yeah, no worries. Remember that so, part? so unfortunately, it didn't hold up as well as I hoped. You all, you make you all make good points, and and I think it does hold up fairly well for what it is and what it's trying to do. Um, and we don't have a lot of these sort of you know sort of feminist action. Uh, again, I keep saying action, but it's more of an adventure film. That's what I'm saying. Um, uh, yeah, there's not a lot out there. Like you know, I, I think it's one of those. You know, Chris watched it with me, and she was pretty bored with it. You know. Um, and so it, it it kind of appeals to maybe That's like seven point four. I mean, it must have done really well. Yeah, yeah. Guessing. I think it appeals to like our generation that remembers very fondly of you know the eighties and the nineties films and these sort of you know adventure films and and like you said, the score works and the cinematography is really enjoyable. It looks great on high def. Um, you know, you it's it's over two hours long, and so you really start to feel for the characters. You see the arc. The Gina Davis character has a huge arc, um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you really 
you know, there's a couple male characters where you're just like, like you said, yeah, obviously you're the writer of this film and you hate guys. No, I get it. Um, but there are some, you know, ironically, the guy who cuts off ears and is going to torture you whether you scream or not, mm-hmm. um, you know, two years later, he, he plays this character, which I thought was funny. Um, when it, when his performance is essentially the same, like he's talking with his Michael Madsen pacing and tempo and whatnot. I thought mm-hmm. that was... So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's still certainly a dollar, without a doubt. I uh, buy that for a dollar. <laughs> it's not a film that I would rewatch every year. It just wouldn't. It just doesn't. It doesn't have enough. Gotcha. Adventure. It doesn't have enough like action to keep me. You got it. Going um, more than rewatching it and and giving it a recommendation to you know people that want to see these kind of films and stuff like that. So, Sorry. Tony? Thought I'd give it a dollar. Okay. I'd buy that for a dollar. Same here. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, people haven't seen it. They have already seen it. If not, you know, it's, it's, it's currently streaming on HBO right now. So, you know, catch it if you catch it if you like. So, moving right along to next week's episode, and uh, who's got the homework? You do, I sir. believe it is me. So, I was going to make a knock-knock, but fuck that movie. <laughs> so, and I was going to make it dope, but I uh, uh, changed my mind, because now, because I keep hearing people talk about this movie, it's got a 7.2, and Kurt Russell has a badass mustache in it. Mm. Four men set out in the wild wild west to rescue a group of captives from cannibalistic cave dwellers, yo. There it is. Talk about a movie called Bone, Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> Written and directed by the same And dude. I'm like, are they saving people from the cellar, those cave dwellers from the descent? I don't hmm. know. Let's check it out. But o- out. oddly enough, it does say horror western. So might be. We'll see. Whoa. All right. Whoa. Tony Strachan on us. Patrick Wilson. Yeah, dude, it's got a boy Patrick oh, Wilson. Oh shit! Sean Young is in it. Sean Young's in it. She's Lily like Simmons, sixty-five years old. There you go. Richard Jenkins, my boy Sid Hay, Captain Spaulding in the house. Oh shit! Michael Pore, fucking oh, David Arquette. Oh wow, it's got a bunch of people in it. There you go. So Bone, and I like that name, Bone Tom. I just like saying that. Say it with no. me, Bone. Oh damn! Tomahawk. Who's Liz? Tony? Hit the bomb! Come on! Oh, Lily Simmons. Oh, she be getting naked a lot in fucking Banshee. See, see. There it is. Mm-hmm. So they're naked a lot in Banshee. Oh yeah. Or. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hopefully she gets naked in this too. We'll see. But it sounds you know it's like it's like my man Kurt Russell just walked out of uh the Hateful Eight and right into this one. Say, hey, man, you 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 got three months you can spare? You got a couple months you can star in this movie real quick? Don't lose that mustache. Don't shake. Right. <laughs> don't change out of that costume. Exactly. He's like, hey, dude, who doesn't like her Russell in a fucking Western? Come on. I ain't seen me in that Tarantino movie, too. Fucking forget about it. So, Tony, my man MCP. Oh, I got, got an old one. Got the extra credit. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's see. Let me what find you, it. What you got? What you got? I'll read the synopsis if you can. (laughs) After the death of a friend, a writer recounts a boyhood journey to find the body of a missing boy. 
1986, 8.1 on IMDb. Forrest Gump. Negative. Driving Miss Daisy. Robert Zemeckis. Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> yeah, stand by me. Oh, oh shit. How do you not know that, huh? Y'all want to see a dead body? Stephen King novel. That's right. So, huh. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Well, we, I remember this when they, uh, they wake up... Um, and they're all covered in leeches and shit. <laughs> Actually, I think some of this movie was filmed out here in McLeod. Is that right? Yeah, I think there's a train trussle. Uh, filming locations. Yeah. Filming locations, South San Rafael Avenue, Pasadena, California. Uh, nope, you're way off. Nope, that's not. Bernie, California, Trussell Bridge. Yeah, that's that's here in Siskiyou County. Okay. There's a lot of stuff in Wisconsin. Oh yeah, because me, me and the girls went out to Bernie Falls. Or just Cottage Grove, Oregon. Oh, there, oh one, here it is, McLeod, McLeod River, River Railroad. Railroad. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, and they filmed in Wairika too. Eureka. Wairika, not Eureka. I, know, I was saying Eureka. Well, you're completely <laughs> in it. You're asshole. So they did a lot of filming up here in northern Florida. Absolutely. Northern. So that's cool. Oh, it's Southern Oregon. Eugene. I don't know where Brownsville is. It's interesting. Yeah. 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 Well, there you go. There you go. Includes another fantastic episode of the Bad Boys Podcast, number 287. You give a shit about our weekends? Of course I do. I was just just telling the people that they were listening to episode 287 of the Bad Boys Podcast. (laughs) And how we like to end our episode before we end the episode, we talk about our weekends. (laughs) And Tony, sir... Since you're so eager to talk about your weekend, sir. How was your weekend, sir? Oh, it was all right. It was a good times. How about oh, yours? What'd you do? <laughs> I I had a, two lines you know, followed by a... <laughs> you know, I had a, I had plans to work all weekend. So I had plans for it to be boring. So you were so pumped at work. You were going to have an amazing weekend I took the day off on Friday. I took a PTO day on Friday and just chilled. No, I didn't did think not. about work. No, I didn't, didn't do nothing. That is impossible. I didn't, I swear I just stayed home. I ended up buying um, Fallout 4. I played some games. Didn't think about work. I was like, because I'm going to power through this shit over the weekend. So I had some fun with Fallout 4. Only two hours into it. So you had fun with, like, by doing stuff that's not work? Right. I was like, <laughs> I got to get this done. I, or I do have to get this project done. So, oh. But I'm going to take a little break so I can just concentrate over the weekend. Gotcha. Um and I know it's dangerous to buy Fallout 4, <laughs> you know, right before you're about to go on a working binge. But I was like, nope, nope, I can control myself. I just need a day to not think about work. Mm. And so it was cool. You know, Friday was cool. I just chilled, um, had the house to myself. I did some errands and I played the game, blah, blah, blah. Cool. All right. Saturday, time to get some work done, right? Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Fuck that. Um, Fallout 4, baby. Fall- <laughs> Played a little Fallout 4 Unpause in the morning. That, shit. that shit's addictive. It was definitely addicting. Um, oh, and then was. I was ready to, to play, or I was ready to get back to work. Like around... So you're saying your project still work? It's it's not working. You got to fix it. You still got to work. Yeah, the project still has a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hold the boss. Motherfucker line, line on this report. Episode, He's right? like Michael Finkel. Right. Um, but... Uh, and then I find out that my my family, my dad's sisters, all flew down from all over the fucking country 
um, to celebrate my, one of my uncle's birthdays down here. And so I'm like, yeah, I gotta go. Like I, I just, <laughs> we, they, they never get together like that. So, um, I was like, damn. So that's what I spend the rest of my weekend doing is going to family gatherings. Um, and then, uh, while we were down there and that uh, you see some of the pictures on Facebook. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So that was down there. We were celebrating his 73rd birthday. Um, it was cool. He, they had a little band playing a bunch of Mexican music. Um, you were, you were, you waiting for them to drop the beat? I was waiting. I was like, they're like, why are you going to dance? I'm like, when you play ADM, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but hey, I showed everybody up though. I think there's video out there somewhere. Um, oh boy, we'll see. My sister, my sister might post it or something. Oh, um, they finally, I'm like, all right, they're all like saying, "Come on, dance!" I'm like, fine, f- fine, I'm gonna dance. And so, um, Start shuffling. I go out there with my <laughs> <laughs> right every day shuffling. Um, so no, I take out one of my aunts out there, and we we're dancing, and I'm and she's showing me, and like the whole time, I like I don't really know how to dance, but. I have rhythm, so she's she's telling me how to move, and I'm moving. Get rhythm, and uh, and the, then we just more and more people start coming out on the dance floor because me and Fawn were just like, you know what, let's get this party started because nobody was dancing except like the hosts of the party who yeah. they we everybody knows that they know how to dance, and we were all you know just watching them, and mm-hmm. so I'm like, you know what, it's getting cold out here because it's fucking getting cold down here in San Diego, um, and so oh, we got yeah. people. We decided to like snowing up here. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, no, not nice, but that's cool. Uh, and uh, and then uh, one of my other aunts, who's really good dancer, she started dancing with me. And then there's like a fucking crowd around us. And my sister, like people recording us, and my sisters recording us, and my dad comes out there with my mom, and it was it was a lot of fun. But I was tearing up the dance floor, dancing like a Mexican. Nice. And so you 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 just follow the rhythm. You just knew what to do. Yeah, like my I I, I guess it's in my blood. My well, body could no, feel so that the rhythm. I just didn't know what moves to do. And so my aunt was doing a really good job of making us do moves. And so it was almost I, like she took the lead and then you she was definitely in the lead the whole time, but right. she, she, she was good at making it look good. Right. And I just happened to have the rhythm to keep up. And so it looked, it looked, apparently it looked really cool. Cause yeah, once you the, do like, the, once you fall, once you look at someone dancing, it, it's most like four steps, you know? Yeah, exactly. You, and you just repeat exactly. over and over again. And you so. just gotta keep the rhythm going as you're spinning right. around or you're, you know, moving around the dance floor. So, mm-hmm. um, but well, it's I, funny do, I learned young when I was like, dude, if you wanna get the girl, you gotta learn to dance. And if you, if you mm-hmm. wanna, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And the slow dance comes on or if you just wanna, you know, get real close, you're like, you gotta, you gotta dance. And that should work, man. Because when you go to dances and there's a girl, you like, they they knew you could dance. It was it was on. It was it was like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Apparently, um, Lainey was telling me that the lead singer because it was it started off with some bachata, and and then Kazunsake, <laughs> which which oh, is a little same. slow. Harley's like, I'm hungry. Can I have some of that? <laughs> right. <laughs> And Wait, then, is uh, that the drink that's like the tea, or yeah. is it the one with the chalky taste? <laughs> you mean the horchata? Yeah. yeah. Or Jamaica? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's your drink. Right huh? mm-hmm. You don't have that yeah. up there, Harley. No, I can't find it nowhere. Man, you need to come down here. We got to take you some Mexican restaurant. Oh, uh, we can talk. We'll talk about that. Yeah, right. well, love me some Jamaica. <laughs> All right. You're naming <laughs> expert in nameology. Nameology. Uh, no, but apparently, Lane was telling me that um, they put some cumbia on, and the girl that was up there singing, mm-hmm. she was staring at me the entire time. Oh boy! And 
I'm guessing they liked seeing it because they fucking kept that song going forever. That cumbia song, it just went, I was fucking sweating, man. How long is this goddamn song? Seriously, I was like, when's this going to be finally fucking be over so I could take a break, man? Yeah. By the time I was done there, I was just sweating bullets and I was radiating heat. Like, like Lane was like, I guess you don't need a jacket anymore. I was like, yes, I'm fine. Yeah, was that cool that you were still that hot? Like, how the hell? Yeah, yeah, no, I was burning up. It was, it was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, so I had a good time there. And then Sunday, um, we had a, a battle of the basketball game oh. wits, however that goes. Oh. Obviously it's not words that we were battling against. Good thing. Yeah. Good thing. Right. Um, yeah, it was the, I don't the, understand a word you just said. <laughs> the, the Florida's, uh, my, my cousin and his two sons uh-huh. played against my dad. And how old and, are they? And Sean and me. So my cousin's 40 something. His, mm-hmm. one of his sons was 20 something and the other oh, one was shit. like 16. Oh shit! Fucking yeah. young bucks. So forty-four, Mad twenty, and, and sixteen versus my dad's fifty-something, me thirty, and uh, my brother eighteen. Game over. Pfft, you guys lost, old ass fuckers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we, we 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 swept the floor, dude. We, Damn. Yeah, we kicked really? ass. Even in the rain, we kicked their ass. It was it was pretty cool. And it's oh, funny because when when um I rolled up there in my bike, you know, rolled down there on my bike and everything, and I waited for every. I was the first one there, of course. Yeah. Um. And the guys started showing, they showed up and it was just the, the Flores team, you know, the young guys and yeah. they were shooting threes and like swish, like nothing. And he was like, yeah, he oh, was talking, shit. he was kind of like talking shit. Like, oh nice. yeah, we're from Chicago. Of course I'm going to, you know, we're going to be good at basketball. Oh shit. I was like, all right, I'm not saying nothing. You know, I'm wearing my yeah. boots. You know, I'm I'm just wearing my, LA. you know how many my... flags we got up in LA? What <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but then, you know, my brother and my dad get there and we change and we're yeah. fucking like looking like we're ready. You know, exactly. To, you know, like we, we get on, we have our gear, you know, like damn, like the dad's got the socks all the way up. We got the goggles on. You're like, God oh, oh yeah. My dad had the goggles and everything. <laughs> so <laughs> if I look at you like, oh shit, what the it fuck? was great. It's like, oh damn, these guys mean business. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it was fun. It was fun. And they've got rained on. How many so games was, you guys play? Uh, we played one game, three and three, um, and then one game, two, what, two 21? and two. What? To 21? Yeah, to 21. Okay. Yeah, so three versus three, 21, two versus two to 15, because it started mm-hmm. raining. Yeah. And then it was another two on two. So the first, the first game, it was my dad, Fawn, and me. Yeah. Versus them three. And then the second one game was me and Fawn versus the Young Bucks, the twenty-two and the. the How'd team. you guys do then? We 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 beat them. Nice. And then the last game was me and my dad versus Fawn and their young guy. Ah. And we beat them. My dad and I beat them. Oh, <laughs> so, shit. yeah, we it, it was um. It was fun. Like, right. <laughs> to say like, cool. were they still talking shit afterwards? Or they no humble them, kicked them in the funny? throat like Ronda Rousey, humbled her ass. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but what's really close. funny is that the, our entire family, my dad, Fawn, and me, we all ended up on the floor and bleeding at some point. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, at some point, like I had a cut on my knee. Fawn ended up tripping over my foot, and he got Jesus blood on God. his knee. And then my dad ended up like when it was raining. He stepped in a puddle and just slid right across. He thought he oh, broke his shoulder. Fuck. I was like, "Fucking hey, yeah, we yeah. just." Were you get? Were, are you sure it wasn't a triple threat match? Uh, it, <laughs> and it wasn't basketball, right? The hell, yeah, yeah. We always ended up getting. It was a hardcore, one way or another. Prison rules. 
That's awesome. Yeah, that's a good but feeling. Hey, I mean, it was, fun. it was family, but yeah, someone's like shit, you know, and it's like, because mm-hmm. it gets competitive. I mean, it's just human oh, yeah, nature. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, some inside where you're like, you, you don't want to lose. Nobody wants to lose, you know? Mm-hmm. So, hey. So it was a good time. I mean, I remember like when me used to play your dad all the time, we fucking lost every goddamn time. so pissed. Oh my gosh. It was dreadful, you know? <laughs> We just like we were like we just want to win once. You know what I mean? That was the best. That was the best too because we were beating them and they would all start yelling at each other. It's like, oh, oh man, we, you we should have you shouldn't have stepped that way. You know, you, you saw yeah. the pick. You should have rolled right and blah blah blah. Like they're yelling at each other. Oh, like, how funny! Yeah, it's fun. You talk shit at the end or no? Nah, we. Them. I don't talk shit. Yeah. You let you you let your game talk, huh? Exactly. <laughs> I love to get. a uh, Do I want to get a game with me, you, and Harley, dude? It'd be so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Fun. Be like me, so you, and Harley versus maybe Team Bad Boy versus your dad and your two brothers. Bam, done. Just keep fucking Harley under the basket. Just keep feeding to him. Keep dropping layups. You know, throwing yeah, on the I outside, shooting threes. I can't run. I get yeah, exactly. You just stay yeah, under the you basket. Stay, you stay under the basket, man. Get the back. Get the rims. Just keep feeding out to Tony. Let Tony run around like a jackrabbit. Yeah, I get. Fucking I'll just set picks and let Tony fucking shoot everything. <laughs> it's on. We got a game plan right there. Boom. Throw a layup. No you know. Get double team, get Harley under the back for layup. Team right. Bad Boys. Oh man, I want to see that now. <laughs> I'm <been> excited. <laughs> so speaking of which, oh, Tony, are you done? Yep. So we're talking about coming down there in January. Why are you saying so depressed? Fuck. Well, I'm. I'm. We're talking about, you know, what's you know how we got we got people we got just two months away. Yeah, I know. What's the. Uh, What's the living conditions like down there? And Tony's got a room. I got rooms. What's up? What you need? There's four of us. We got, man, I got, we got rooms. Come on. I'll sure? sleep on the couch. I got, well, I got a bed. got couches. See? I got How many rooms you got, Tony? Um, we have one guest bedroom. And then we have three couches. Oh, shit. We good. See? One of them is so, the cats, so... So the whole point is to do the Disneyland thing with the kids. Nice. Cool. So what we'll probably do is because Chris got so many goddamn miles. And this will be Christmas time too. We'll stuff Christmas. No, we're, it'll be after. It'll be January. I know, but January what? We don't know yet. Okay. We haven't. We haven't. Um, uh, yeah, I don't have a time here, a date. Chris was going to. I think she was talking about doing like a Thursday, and then. Um, Going because the whole thing is the kids will have to take school off. They don't get two weeks off. No, again, we're talking oh, about January. January. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah, yeah. No worries. So, um, because we want to go to Disneyland when it's not busy, for sure. So that's kind of the idea. So we'll fly into like LAX and we'll just rent a car. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the idea, and then uh, we'll the kids will have like they'll take like Thursday and Monday off or. Thursday or Thursday and Friday off. Yeah. So they won't they won't have to miss a bunch of school. That's kind of the idea. Right. So you gotta do uh, the two day hopper, right? You gonna do both? So uh, both yeah. Parks? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess um, I mean, it's kind of hard to hit hit one hit both in one. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. So, um, yeah, I guess that's kind of the plan. So, yeah, you guys gonna uh, yeah. stay down there? Hotel down there? Well, no. If we got places to stay, we'll just keep we'll, driving back. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So, I mean, it's cheap. It's, we'll we'll rent some cheap cheap car, and you know, it's for sure. And you know, I'm not worried about that. So yeah. it's only like 45 minutes away, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So um, you know, nobody, the kids have never been to L.A. They've never been to SoCal. So 
I'd like to show them the sites, my old stomping grounds. Absolutely. So, Get a carne asada burrito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang out <laughs> with the bad life. boys. Hang Absolutely. out with the bad boys. So that's, yeah, buddy. that's the plan. And, nice. Uh, oh, man, can't wait. So if we got a... Tony, take well, the little girls to the to EDM concert, you know? <laughs> yeah, what's in January? We're, we're yeah. trying to do it on the cheap, you know what I mean? So sure. She, she's using all our miles. She figured out, like, the four of us could fly down there for, like, 150 bucks. Beautiful. By using all her miles. So I'm That's like, it. yeah, absolutely. So you know me. Absolutely. <laughs> so that, fucking hey. I guarantee you, Harley, Denaldo will buy you a fucking hotel to stay at if you ask them. Oh, really? <laughs> if you're coming down and you visit them one day, I guarantee you that guy will put you up at the fucking Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if I call right at the time you're coming, I, he, he's got you booked. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah, I got, I got a, I guess I got two rooms. I got a guest room. I can sleep on the couch. Yeah, I mean, oh, well, I, got, we, I got, a, I got a bunk bed in the, in the cruise the room. The kids, the kids are easy for sure. I mean, yeah. they'll, uh, you know, they're down to sleep wherever, and mm-hmm. we certainly are couch surfing people. So yeah, um, but if we can do it without having to stay in a bunch of hotels and shit like that, that's kind sure. of how many days do you can stay. Again, uh, it's going to be like a four day weekend. <clears throat> so like a Thursday, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. So and you know if you know if you guys get burned out we can we can uh mix and match where we're staying so and we can certainly stay at a hotel if we need to. I mean that's it certainly wouldn't be the end of the world but the less the less money we spend on that the more money we can spend sure. You know, sure do, doing our thing so For sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean for our place easy. We even have a we have a air mattress too. We can oh squeeze yeah, well, yeah, we'll um, you know, we'll bring all our camping shit basically and treat it like camping. So. Oh, cool! We have a backyard too. <laughs> oh, there you go. So, yeah, if you really want to camp out, <laughs> hey, put the tent on the backyard. Oh, good. That's funny. I got a little place. I got the tree. I got the little place house. You know, you can, you can camp That's out right. there if they want. <laughs> yeah, right on. Cool. That's that good. is awesome. Yeah, for sure, man. You always got a roof over your heads with us here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's not just me. It's me and my three degenerate. Hey, everybody, everybody's welcome, man. <laughs> Two kids, you know it. Chris. Absolutely. Well, we're uh, we're low key. Man, your kids give me my kids. It'll be fucking. I know. I'm excited. Amazing. I'm excited. It'll be. It's just by yeah, your badass camera too. Take nice pictures. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll. Uh, you know. Yeah. We. I was. I was hesitant to do the drive because it's like. Mm-hmm. having a kids in a car that's kind of an adventure too though man yeah <laughs> but it's like it's the i5 it's like yeah. and i was like you know we could stop in like the bay area but we don't really have anywhere to stay and so um yeah. and then the whole idea is to do it so the kids will miss a couple of days of school you know what i mean okay. but I, I i'd rather do it that and then actually be able to like do disneyland as opposed to just get into the park and then tell the kids yeah i wouldn't want to fucking wait in those lines you know what i mean so, exactly um i've heard that january is a good time to go so perfect so yeah that's the idea that's awesome oh man I'm stoked so i'll give i'll give chris the green light to to do the tickets and um we'll make it happen for sure that's awesome right on well then that i didn't do shit um um yeah i got a new chair um, <laughs> you're gonna bring it with you so you can do the podcast yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we're, we're, so we're, we're gonna have the recording studio your place again tony sure yeah yeah that'll work we'll, set up. Right on. we'll have a live studio audience we'll have uh 
We'll have Chris, we'll have Lena, we'll have the kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We I think we should like have like a six man podcast. Why For not? sure. Have an open house. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We just leave, we just put the mic there, dude. Mm-hmm. Tony play the guitar, sing well, Kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the last time we did it live together, Laney wasn't around. It was before Laney. Right. Was it? So, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. uh, so I think between her and Chris and if, if Amy wants to get in on this and, uh, I think it'd be, it'd make for a, a fun show. Absolutely. So, Periscope we'll plan. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we could actually Periscope that one. Well, yeah, man, I got a, I got a bunch of sick kids at the house. We took them to the, to the doctors today. You know, they got a runny nose. I mean, they, they wake up with a big crusty nose, must, crusty booger mustache. It's just oh, <laughs> so bad. I feel bad. You know, hard time breathing. And, uh, they're good spirits today. I mean, went, went to the doctors, you know, they weren't having it. They didn't want to be licked in the ear and the mouth, but, uh, told me to take them to Target, get them a toy, and then they're all about it. So then they're, they, you know, they cheered up. But, uh, yeah, I was trying to get them to feel better because they got the cough and the mucus just, you know, everyone's sick. I mean, I can, I've been coughing, you know, and Amy's coughing and you don't have the parents sick because then it's just, mm-hmm. it's just, you know what I mean? No one's going to do nothing. So, um, yeah, other than that, um, I didn't do much. Just watching, you know, watching teams, watching teams fail, watching Lakers lose every god. How's your dad taking it, Tony? He must be taking it hard too. He, he you know, he covers it well. Because I can't tell. You can't even tell. Yeah, yeah. Must be eating him up. Because I know he wants to watch Kobe. If this is last year, I know he's gonna want to. He's kind of watch him play. So yeah. but he'll regret it. And well, uh, I've heard. Watch him, oh, go ahead. I've heard that Kobe's been trying to like change up his game. And so well, that's he's got to. I mean, off. yeah, he's not. You know. Well, he, yeah. I read like he he he's been like airing airing shots, just air balls Oof, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And it's because he's trying to switch up his shot to match. Um, like the new guys, like there's new kids on what? the block. Yeah, no, like that's horseshit. Dude, no, no, I, that's I looked at really too. that's fucking Kobe Bryant, man. It's getting old. No, yeah. no. If you look, okay, I'll send you the link where the guy goes through, like he goes through clips of him playing in the latest games, and you can see that yeah, he's totally doing things different than what he used to do. Yeah, he's missing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like, okay, like one, one example is like normally Kobe's shot, he hangs in the air for a little bit and then he shoots it. But in the latest games, he's been releasing, like doing a quick release. Like that's one big difference. And like there's another one where, um, he used to do the two step into the shot and now Mm -hmm. he's doing the little hop into a shot because it's a faster, quicker release, Mm -hmm. but it's fucking up his game because he's not used to shooting like that. Yeah, his muscle memory is throwing him off. Yeah, and it's hard too because yeah, I mean he he was out for a season, and then you know he wants to get the young guys involved because they're the future, and you know he's holding off that big ass contract, he just won't give up. So it's like <laughs> it's kind of a bummer, you know. But uh, fucking watching Peyton play one of his worst games he's ever played his entire life, throwing four picks. Oh, that was brutal. Well, now he's injured. Yeah, well he was injured and that game got, too, and he got injured. There it is. He missed the. He lost. I mean, they lost without him and. Yeah. So hey, think, guess I what? Think... My Chargers didn't lose. Hey. <laughs> what they did? They did? No, they, they didn't. Have a bye week or well, something? they lost last Monday, but they had a bye this Sunday. This yep, week. there yeah. it is. <laughs> there, there it is. I was say they lost Monday night, so what's, what's he talking about? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, there he goes. Well, cool, man. We got excited. We got a uh, man. I wonder if I wonder if it'll be number episode three hundred. Dude, that'd be cool. That'd be cool if it lines up. Man, that'd be nuts. We'll uh, we'll skip 
We'll do two in one week if we have to. Just yeah. to make sure it's 300. No kidding. It, right? it, it, it has to be, right? <laughs> yeah. Got it. Live be. episode has to be 300. Let's see. What are we at right now? 288? Yeah. Who's got a calendar? All right. I got a calendar in, in, somewhere on this computer. Let's see. So let's see. This would be 288 comes out on the 22nd. So 289. Andy. One, two, three, four. Uh, we're going to. Five, six, seven. We're gonna miss it. It'll be ninety two ninety seven on the twenty fifth of, of January. January or December. January twenty fifth. It'll be two ninety seven. Yeah. So we'd have to do three weeks. We'd have to do. We'd have to do two a week in order to catch up. Or we could just say fuck it and skip it. And people ask, like, what happened to 280, you know, 291 and 92? Exactly. Like, oh, we'll make it like an extra it. credit. Or we'll make it a greatest hits. Oh, there you go. Remember, like, did we do that last time, like on Christmas vacation? Oh, take, yeah, that's right. They would take did. two breaks off, remember? All right, we, so let, we'll take Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. There you go. Right? Each one of those weeks can be a greatest hits by week that we take. Uh-huh. That'll fill in... Um, Harley's greatest moments, Tony's greatest moments, and Fonda's greatest moments. Not a bye week. We, no, because we have to double up. So that's what we do. We record and we do a greatest hits. That's how we have to do it. Yeah. So we can't take a break. <laughs> Especially <laughs> not me. Shit, I have to do, I have to <laughs> make everything. Yeah, we have to get, pry you away from Fallout 4. All right. That's all I'm going to okay. post. It's just clips of me playing. Yeah. Yeah, like on YouTube. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why I didn't do nothing this weekend. That's why, huh? You're playing Fallout 4? Damn. Let's call it off. Right. I want to, I'm, everyone's talking about this fucking game. All right, you episode know what? 28 if, in the books. Hey, your yeah. boy Fonzo say ride together. <laughs> Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life. Now what? Fallout 4? <laughs> uh, Damn! <laughs> it's, 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 it's,